This episode is brought to you by Levitt Pavilion. This summer, check out one of my favorite outdoor concert venues in Denver, Levitt Pavilion. May through October, Levitt is offering ticketed and totally free all-ages concerts. I feel like we just go to anything that's free because it's like the kids can be at the show and it's people aren't weird about it and you can like bring a picnic. It's awesome. Some of the free shows this season include Iskali, Melvin Seals, War and Treaty, Sunny War, Chali Tuna, and more. To RSVP for free shows and buy tickets, plus see the full concert schedule, go to levittdenver.org. That's levittdenver.org. Today on CityCast Denver. With winter temps dropping from the upper 40s to negative one later in the week, we are thinking about ways to warm up. In Colorado, that means a trip to the hot springs. But which one? How far out of the city do you need to go? And do you need to wear a bathing suit? Me, Paul, and Peyton share our list of the best hot springs in Colorado so you can get your mineral soak on. Today is Tuesday, December 20th, 2022. I'm Bree Davies, and this is CityCast Denver. Producer Paul Caroli, hello. I'm so happy to be here, Bree. <laughs> Newsletter editor Peyton Garcia, hi. Hey there. Okay, we're talking hot springs. Yes, we are. Man, yes, Paul's we are. Like pumped on this pay because he just went. Oh, I so am. Are you two hot springs people? Yeah, uh, yeah. I love hot springs. I mean, I haven't yeah. gone in nine months, but yeah, Peyton's pregnant. You can't go when you're pregnant. And we talked about this earlier. I felt that same thing. I missed sushi and uh, hot springs when I was pregnant. You missed hot springs and... Meat roses. Meat roses. (laughs) (laughs) A.K.A. fancy charcuterie. (laughs) So the moment you're not pregnant anymore and you have time, you're going to go to a hot springs and have someone deliver you a charcuterie tray. That's exactly right. Mm-hmm. Okay, that sounds lovely. Well, we wanted to share Wait, some of our favorites. What? That sounds like great meat, to me. Deli meats in the hot spring. I just came back yeah. from a particularly stinky hot spring, so that kind of turned my stomach a little bit. Oh, you don't eat it when you go to the pool? No, not enough. Not well, not in the hot spring. <laughs> okay, all right. So it's fair. Not all of us like to eat in the hot springs. I'm disgusting, and it sounds wonderful to me. I don't eat in a hot spring, but I do eat in a hot tub. <laughs> A charcuterie board in a hot tub, maybe some chocolates, some red wine. That's a good night. Okay. (laughs) Such amazing visuals. Okay. But what we're really talking about is there's so many kinds of hot springs in this state and beyond. And we wanted to share with our listeners some ideas, some takes, how we feel about certain hot springs, but give folks some ideas on where they might like to go, but also break it down and say, okay, if you're this type of person, you'll like this. And so we've got a couple categories. Let's start with best hole in the ground hot springs. This is not like hole in the wall. This is literally imagining a hole in the ground, the most natural of habitats for a hot springs. Um, I'm going to go first. I don't. So, no. Gross. <laughs> not, not, your, not, not your type not of hot spring? Nope. Needs to look like a pool. Thank you. Uh, but you two have definite takes on this. Uh, Peyton, what is your favorite hole-in-the-ground hot springs? 
Okay, so I haven't actually been to this one, but it's been on my list for a really long time. Um, and that is Conundrum Hot Springs. Yes, same. And that, yeah, that's in the Maroon Bells area um, outside of Aspen. I think it's like a 20-minute drive outside of Aspen. And you have to hike in, and it's not an easy hike. It is like eight and a half miles in, eight and a half miles out. Um, it takes <laughs> a really long time. It's hard. It's like a 2400 um elevation gain it's hard work uh, but it so it's is, a re- but it's the reward right is you oh yeah you do that massive hike and then you get to soak yes yeah and you'd be surprised apparently so many people were doing it that it was like getting kind of gross and you know mm. not taken care of so mm-hmm. they they implemented um, a permitting system back in 2018 and they said that that's really really helped and basically restored the area a ton um so now it's like yeah sees limited amount of people but that that i think is like the epitome of like a hole in the ground hot spring you have to work for it it's you have to climb through nature to get to it that's where i'd like to go and such a beautiful area too i've always wanted to go to this one i feel like i've been told so many good things about conundrum it's like the iconic colorado mountain hot spring in my mind there's like the sun is shining it's the john denver hot spring (laughs) You know, I, I would love to be there. But with totally. no commercialism because there's no structure around it. There's no check-in. There's no tickets. It is literally, you do a permitting. Obviously, you get a permit to go. But once you get there, it's just a hole in the ground. Yeah. And you camp for like, I mean, you could do it in one day. I don't know why you would want to do it in one day, but you you would camp for like a night or two. So then that's just like pairing this hot spring with like another really awesome Colorado activity that I already love to do. Okay. Paul, best hole in the ground hot springs for you. Okay. So this one is not in Colorado, <laughs> but it's only a five hour drive. Oh, only five And I have hours. one that's actually further away. It's in five, it's five hours away. It's the Northern, very, very Northeastern bit of uh, New Mexico outside of Las Vegas, you know, Las Vegas, New Mexico on the drive to Santa Fe. Uh-huh. So this hot spring is called Montezuma Hot Springs, and it is it. I love it. Ever since some friends turned me on to this place, we go every time. Megan and I, my wife, we drive to Santa Fe. We either go on the way there or on the way back, and it's just holes in the ground on the side of the highway. Like you part, you pull off to the shoulder, you walk down a small slope, and then you see these like. I mean, it's like sort of half built. There's like, there's some concrete slabs. It almost looks like one of those industrial waterways, like where you'd see sewage spewing out, but they're full of a hot spring and it is free to, it's public. It's kept clean by the community. It's just, um, oh, the other thing that's cool about it is it used to be a hotel. So this, there's some infrastructure around it, but it's got that like abandoned, of, uh, abandoned nice. feeling to it. It just, it's got a great vibe. It's very communal. Okay. Really, really nice to be sitting on the side of the road in a hot, hot spring. Also, New Mexico's okay. just like got such magical vibes anyway. 100%. <sighs> Love it there. Okay. I'll let you cheat there, Paul, and recommend a New Mexico hot springs. Uh, <laughs> just one a five of our, hour drive, folks. But yes. Also, you. one Thank of our biggest <laughs> competitors uh, in the world of state competitions as the place we're constantly battling over green chili. And now you're going to bring it into hot springs. So that's a show for another day. Uh, Okay. (laughs) Not, not to spark anything, but um, next up, we're going to go to the opposite end of the spectrum here and talk about 
best spa type. Mm. So best hot springs that's like not necessarily that you can like get a massage at or whatever, but it's got like the the healing pools feel to it. It's the it's where you go to get rejuvenated kind of thing, but it has all the infrastructure mm-hmm. of say a pool. Um Peyton, do you have a choice for this? Yeah, so my answer is I mean, now hearing you describe what you how you define a spa type hot spring, <laughs> my answer is the Glenwood Springs um hot springs resort. Okay. And now I say that because that's the most like resorty type of hot spring I've ever been to. My general vibe is more like in the ground, like that last category. It's more like hole in the ground. So the most spa-y type of hot spring I've ever been to is the Glenwood Springs big pool one. Although I will say fuel, what's the what's the new one called? F- fuel Mountain. Oh, Iron Mountain. Iron, Mo- Iron Mountain. So that's in Glenwood Springs too. And it's newer and I haven't been there, but I've heard it fits that category. Hmm. Uh, you're leading right into mine, which yeah. is Iron Mountain, for sure. Yeah. Um, I would say, and I can get more into this with when we talk about family-friendly places, but Iron Mountain is a little bit more for adults. It definitely has the spa-like vibe. Um, they've got... They're, so what's interesting is they're a newer, Iron Mountain is a newer business, but these pools obviously have been here for a very long time. So um it's about a two and a half hour drive. Glenwood Springs in general. Iron Mountain is in Glenwood. So I, this is on the borderline of like, should you stay the night or go home? I'm a fan of staying the night just because I like to spend all day and then, you know, rest. But um, Iron Mountain has 16 soaking pools that range in temperature from 92 to 108 degrees. And so each of them, they're like little hot tubs all around. Mm-hmm. They have a little marker that tells you how hot they are. So you can kind of move around depending on like if you want to start super hot and like slow down or if you want to gradually move up. And what's cool about this hot springs is it's right next to a river and a a railroad tracks. Mm. And that sounds like it just it's beautiful, actually. It's like the train doesn't come by that often, but it's just like a very if you want this like Colorado mountain experience while you're sitting in a hot tub, it's the perfect place for it. The thing that that you really have to decide on is the price. They only do three hour slots. Sometimes they do a full day, but in peak hours, you can only do three hour slots. And at peak time, which is right now in like wintertime in the mountains, it's almost 50 bucks for three hours. So you got to really decide if you it's 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 pricey. It's worth it. It's just very different from the one that you like, Peyton, which is like you pay way less and you go all day. Are the hot tubs here? Are they like what what are they made of? Do they feel like they're like natural made or do they are they pretty obviously man made? They're pretty obviously man-made. Some of them have like rocks in the bottom for your feet, but they're still like have, yeah, you know, like sort spa of, rocks. They're sort of like a hot. Yeah, they're spa rocks. Yeah, so like a spa, you pre- a spa hot spring for me. And the reason I go to Glenwood is because it's like there's dressing rooms. <laughs> like exactly. That's, you know, like a lot of the places exactly. that I like, you know, you're like stripping down in the woods. So this is exactly Iron Mountain has that same thing. They have uh, changing rooms, lockers, towels a bar, a restaurant, you know, so you, you can hang out there all day, but the three hour limit really changes that. So, so it's like a whole complex. Yep. Yeah. It's just like, it's Very like, cool. it's like Glenwood Springs, the main pool, but it's like a tiny, if you want like a more boutique experience mm-hmm. in Glenwood, this is definitely the spot. Okay. Um, Paul spa, like 
What's your spot? Yeah, I can. Um, I, I won't take too much time on this because I'm like the opposite of you on this on this question of Hot Springs Brie. I vastly prefer the hole is in the ground to the spa type, but I've gone to some of the spa ones and I like them. I like that experience too. I would say Mount Princeton Hot Springs is probably mine for this Good type call. of experience. It's the same sort of complex. It's a very nice location in a, in a ravine. Um, I don't know if it's on Mount Princeton outside Buena Vista or just close to it, like the actual Mount mountain mount princeton that's a good question um, just a beautiful spot like it's got the natural springs right there on it so you can go lie down in the water in the creek and be like i don't know why anyone would actually want to do this but you're like 10 percent covered by slightly warm water um or you can go into the many tubs and and they have they even have a couple that are paired they have like a super hot one next to a kind of a chilly one so oh, you nice. can go back and forth that's a fun thing to do i like that when these when these places have that option about two and a half hours away, $35 to $40 for adults, depending on the day. They've got a water slide. I didn't even notice that when I was there. I think that's more Cute. for kids. Um, and they also have overnight cabins you can book, but those are pricey. I recommend yeah. going with a group, like 500 bucks a night. Yeah, that's that's about what it is to stay. I mean, it's a little cheaper, but if you want to stay at the lodge in Glenwood Springs, it's pretty similar. Hmm. So, Have either of you all been to Mount Princeton? Mm-mm. I have, but I went when it was too warm outside and it was one of those Colorado days where it feels like the sun is just like hovering right above you, just sunburning your little behind off. So I didn't enjoy it. I need to go back to Mount Princeton when it's cold, like in the winter mm-hmm. time. Uh, also, I think I, they may be a reservations place. Iron Mountain also is really uh, keen on reservations. You can usually get one in that day, but... They're very busy. So I would check with Mount Princeton too, because I know they can be pretty busy. It's a good idea. I didn't look for that. Um, I'm just going to go into my own personal category really quickly, because Peyton touched on this best hot springs for families, Um, (laughs) because I have a baby now. So this is what I talk about. Uh, Glenwood Springs is my pick for this one. It is the it's the no brainer for families. It's basically like they have an Olympic size pool. That's like 90 degrees. So your little kids can be in it and you're not boiling your baby, as I may or may not have accidentally tried to do on a trip recently. But it's not that hot. So also in the summertime, they've got and in the warmer months, they have a lazy river. They've got a whole kids splash area that's like got the foam ground. So it looks like concrete, but it's all foam. So the kids can run around and like play and stuff. And um, and then they also have the therapy pool which is pretty big size too. If you still want that hot, smelly, you know, sulfury experience, Glenwood Springs also has that. But um, they're kind of like the best deal to me. It's like 20 to $40, depending on the time of year. You get an all-day pass. You can come in and out as you please. If you end up staying at a hotel, it's awesome because you may want to go a couple times during the day. Lockers, showers, towels. They've got a restaurant. They have it all. It's a resort, as as Peyton said. So if you're looking, also I'd say it's a good intro for someone who's never been to a hot springs. It's like, it's a pool. <laughs> like, let's be realistic. Yeah, I, I would say I agree with the fact that it's like the accessibility here is awesome. I mean, you really don't have to, you don't need to be making reservations like weeks or days in advance. Totally. You can just like swing on by. Uh, yeah, the locker, it's just, it's super easy to get into and spend the day there. Yeah, not that expensive. You can go in and out. Yeah, I I agree with that. When I'm in a pinch and I'm in the area, I definitely like Glenwood. I mean, I've never gone through Glenwood and not stopped there, so. 
This episode is brought to you by the Colorado Wine Board. Because the wine community here is like surprisingly robust. I mean, think about Bigsby's Folly and Infinite Monkey Theorem here in Denver alone. And there are urban wineries all across the Front Range. Then there's the Western Slope, Peonia, I mean, Palisade, hello, Palisade Wine, are you kidding me? It didn't used to really be a thing, but from what I hear, it's very much a thing now. There are more than 165 wineries across Colorado to explore, and they produce all sorts of wine that reflect our unique culture and climate. So finding a label that you're going to love is easy, no matter where your adventure takes you. Discover it for yourself and support local winemakers at coloradowine.com. That's coloradowine.com. So uh, let's go on to our next category, Best Hot Springs Despite the Ick Factor. Paul, can you explain what you mean when we were getting ready for this conversation? What is the ick factor you're talking about? Well, I think it could mean a few different things. Um, I think anyone who's been to a hot springs, you kind of know there's uh, there's ways it could go bad. You know, let's say there's gross stuff in the water. Where'd that come from? Let's say you put your foot down and there's a big squelch Ugh. at the bottom of the pool. And you're like, what am I stepping on here? (laughs) Define stuff in the water. Like what kind? I think like what Brie might find in the water. I don't know what's in there. I don't know what these little floating things are. We're talking about like natural waste, human waste, uh, Doritos bags. Like, (laughs) yeah. I mean, for me, I'm the ick there is like if I'm finding band-aids or old tissues, like that's gross. Don't go to Waterworld. But then. if I'm finding Same like, thing. yeah, that's why I hate Waterworld. Oh, yeah, that's that's why I don't go to Waterworld. That's here. Okay, anyway. here's my take on the ick factor, and I think Bree will have a different opinion. I don't know. Maybe I find the whole reason I don't like the resorty spy ones is because I think there's so much more of an ick factor. Like locker rooms, like pool locker rooms, gross me the hell out. <laughs> and these big giant pools where kids are all snotty and gross and peeing and there's band-aids and there's garbage from your lunch that you brought like that is icky to me if i just go into a a a natural made pool in the woods you're not gonna find ick you might find some like natural ick you know like dead bugs and i don't know bird poop i like that bothers me so much less okay two two responses to what you've said um Yes, I agree. The ick factors you just described that are natural, I think are disgusting. I don't want to be around poop or bugs or dirt or whatever, which is why I go to the pool. Second of all, the pool ones have regulations they have to follow. They have to be chlorinated. They have to go through certain cleaning systems to operate as businesses. Your hole in the ground doesn't have to do that. So that's my defense. I feel like with some of them, though, there's this... Like part of the hot spring is the natural water. You know, you want the minerals. I'm thinking of of another kind of ick, which is the hot sulfur springs. This is the one I was at last week. But that's their whole vibe is like we are a mountain swamp. We were built on top of this natural place. Yes, we have some of these tubs, but they're fed by the water that you can see. It's right there. And it's there's all these particulates and there's, they have tons of messaging, like posters on the wall. Like here's what that smell is. We have to talk about the smell because this is why why it smells that way. And it was so strong. It was so strong. Whole nother ick. But isn't that like, but are I there pre- regulations for that kind of thing too? There must be. There must be. That's a good question. I prefer that like 
gross ass spoiled egg smell more than chlorine. Interesting. Hmm. But like I'm somebody who's like grossed out by pools in general. Like I hate Waterworld because I think it's disgusting. I think it's a cesspool. Yeah. I hate Waterworld. I'm, I'm the opposite. I don't want to get in a river. I can't see the bottom of it. I don't know what's going on down but there. I would so, Please that's don't. Just, that's funny. <laughs> I would so much rather get into a river. That's hilarious. I'll have you know this, Brie. So probably one of my favorite hot springs is Strawberry Park. And that's in Steamboat Springs. It's like 20 minutes outside of Steamboat Springs. It's, it's man-made, so it's not quite Conundrum Pass, but it's not Glenwood. But they make it so that it feels very natural and you're in these like rocky pools that are in the ground. I'll have you know, they drain their pools and clean them twice a week. Interesting. Hmm. Interesting. Yeah. So would that be, but okay, so if we're talking ick factor, it's clear that all of our ick factors are very different. Definitely. Paul, would you say that Hot Sulphur Springs is is your favorite despite the ick factor? Where does that, what what is your ick factor pool? Um, well, spring? I, I have a, a whole different kind of ick factor. My, <laughs> my favorite despite an ick. This is more of, I don't know if ick is even the right word. It's more like a scuzz in this situation, but the Durango Hot Springs, which are a whopping 6.5 hour drive away in Durango, oh, wow. beautiful Durango. Their hot springs is kind of like uh, part of the nightlife scene in town. It's got a really good bar. And like, I love this place. It was such a great place to hang out and socialize. But a quick story to explain this, the scuzziness is when I was there with my wife and some friends, we went up to the top pool. So it's like kind of tiered. They do live music. It's almost shaped like an amphitheater. It's such a cool place. Interesting. But we were at the top pool and then a, a, a young woman uh, entered the pool, maybe like six to 10 feet to my left. And she set up a streaming rig with her phone oh, God. and she started a live stream talking to her followers. And Ugh. I couldn't tell what type of stream it was at first. Are you kidding it, me? I am not kidding you. I am not kidding you. This happened. Oh, that's disappointing. Yeah, it was it was weird. Very fun to talk about after the fact, but at the time it was a lot of like looking back and forth and thinking, is this really happening? Yeah, like that seems this like the last weird. it's not relaxing, but it does sound like that's more of a party atmosphere there in Durango. It is. It is. So if you're interested in that, it's a a, a short 6.5 hour hop away. Hmm. Good for a long weekend. Okay. Um, well, you you know, we've we've batted around Hot Sulphur Springs, that's sort of my one with the most ick factor I can handle. Mm -hmm. I definitely, the smell doesn't bother me so much. Um, it has different pools. They have some really cool views. There's some more pool. There's some more hot tub-like, but then there's some more nature-like. So it's kind of a nice mix, but that's as far as I'm going to go if we're going to get into the nature hot springs style. Um, Peyton, what about you? A hot springs that you love despite the ick factor? I mean... I, I guess I would have to say Glenwood, right? Like to go back to Glenwood because <laughs> that's, that's, that's the pool one. I mean, because that's the one that's grossest to me. Like when we go there, I have to like tell myself, it's okay. Just don't think about all the gross <laughs> kids in the pool. <laughs> don't, you know, oh, I like, can't wait for you to be a mom. Don't worry about Peyton. that Band-Aid floating <laughs> in that puddle of water in the locker room or that kid who's clearly in the pool with Cheeto hands. I like that. Or a diaper. So Kid yes, and a diaper. Um, okay, so ick yeah. factors are all different. Uh, uh -huh. But I think we're kind of also dancing around this question of etiquette. So is well, there, 
are there things that you look for or that you like in a hot springs because it seems like people are on the same page with you about etiquette? No kids. <laughs> I mean, I know I'm about to be a mom and that's Dying. great. I'll go to Glenwood Springs when I have a kid, but I go to hot springs to be like super duper relaxed and I, I'm looking for people to like not be having a party next to me or not have a screaming baby next to me like I want. And I think that's why I'm drawn to these like hole in the ground naturey ones because I I would just I want it to be peaceful and relaxing. Okay. Yeah, I, I have I have the same answer. I, I like a little bit of space. That's the only thing I'd add to what you said, Peyton. Just a little like I don't want to be overcrowded. So the the new reservation systems that have popped up in a lot of these places since mm-hmm. the pandemic, I think that's been a huge, huge improvement for hot spring culture in general. Bree, what about you? Etiquette, hot springs? I'm I I have two different styles here. Again, I go to Glenwood because I can bring my kid and he can be a child. If I want to chill, I want to relax. I'm gonna do the uh, New Mexico drive down 285. It's gorgeous. Ojo Caliente is my spot. It's about I think it's about five hours away. It also has a a little hotel attached to it, but across the highway from it, there's cottages you can rent. And it has like, it, they play pan flute or whatever in there. And like, nice. you know what I mean? It's like people aren't talking. It's where you literally go to soak, but it has the resort vibe feel to it. It's definitely like the most chill. I would say Iron Mountain sounds a little more like the Durango one in that it's more of a like people are chatting and meeting each other and hanging mm-hmm. out. But it's not quite the kid. It's not a kid. It doesn't have the kid vibe. And I would say Ojo Caliente definitely is not kid vibe. Yeah, I'm not looking for friends when I go to the hot spring. I, I'm looking to turn inward and not not talk to people. <laughs> you know, I did make a, a friend at the Durango one. A student from uh, Fort Lewis College started chatting with our group. And uh, he just told us he snuck in. I guess they do that all the time. He, uh, he said that, uh, gave me a little factoid about Durango. Some people call that university Fort Leisure because oh. it has a reputation for not being very rigorous academically. Okay. Instead of Fort Lewis, <laughs> Fort Leisure. There you go. Learn that nope. at Hot Springs. <laughs> Noted. <laughs> um, okay. So let's, we've named a couple. We'll link all of them in the show notes, but I think we could kind of touch on a couple others just like, so, oh, here's the thing. We're talking etiquette. We've talked about everywhere we've talked about is pretty much uh, clothing, clothing required and or preferred if you're looking at like conundrum. Um, Are there any are you guys down for any of the naked ones? I'm not. So I don't know what those are, but maybe you do. I don't have a problem with it. So when I I said this a little bit earlier, but one of my favorites is the Strawberry Park Hot Springs and Steamboat. And um, it's clothing required during the day. But once the sun goes down, it's clothing optional. So you can be naked. Um, And that totally doesn't bother me at all. Okay. I'm fine with that. I would would probably even try it. Hmm. I feel like there's one that's like famous for being the naked one. Is it Valley View? Uh, Perhaps that is the one I was going to mention. It is clothing optional. That's my favorite hot springs of all time. I even felt a little bit hesitant about mentioning it. It's the first time I've felt that uh, Colorado instinct of trying to keep, keep your favorite something. place secret um but Valley View Hot Springs is just incredible and yeah the clothing optional stuff doesn't bother me at all I think the appeal of this place is so strong um where is it it's on the San Luis Valley right on the northeastern edge on the 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 slope of the Sangre de Cristos so at sunrise and sunset you can see the the, the shadow 
creep across the valley floor from the very top pool that you've had to hike up to and it's the hottest pool. It's all natural, but it's not, there's no sliminess to it. There's no squelching. It's just a beautiful place to lie down and sit in the, in the sun and enjoy, honestly, a glorious, glorious piece of nature. So the Valley View Hot Springs is part of the Orient Land Trust. Mm -hmm. And I was just looking it up. They're actually closed for maintenance through December 29th. So if that's a spot you want to visit, do it in the new year. Um, they are clothing optional and they promote a healthy, family-friendly naturism environment. So so it's clothing optional even like throughout the day. Like you can just. Mm -hmm. Yes. So mm -hmm. if that's like your vibe, I know that's a lot of folks vibe. That might be a good place to start. The other important thing about that place is uh, the paying is not super easy to understand. You have to become a member of the Orient Land Trust in order to do a reservation before the day of, which is pretty much essential if you so want to have space. So yeah, plan yeah. in advance. Yeah. Become a member. It starts at $35 a year. So the cost is actually comparable, especially if you go more than once a year. It's even better. Um, so you get that one-year membership. You can book ahead and uh, enjoy it as much as you like. Okay. Well, I think we've given folks quite a few options. Of course, as always, uh, you can give us a call. Let us know what your favorite hot springs is, what you love about it. Um, if it's in Colorado or the surrounding areas, you can give us a call at 720-500-5418. Leave us your name, neighborhood, and your hot hot springs take. And we'll be sharing those with folks in the new year because I think this is what's really cool about the hot springs is it's a pretty much a year round experience, right? Like there's, there's, I would say Glenwood is the best for the midsummer because it's like a pool, but most months out of the year, you can get enjoyment out of these spaces. So in fact, a lot of them, um, like conundrum, you, ha you really have to do in the summer. That's a good point. Cause it's a hike in. So you, yeah. Anything high elevation too, like it's going to be too snowy and too cold to get to. So you really want to do them in the summer because it gets so much colder, the higher you get. I would also make the recommendation to remember to drink water. We forgot mm -hmm. to drink water on our last trip to Glenwood and it had almost dire consequences. But uh, if you're having a good time, you're hanging out, just remember, take a break every, I don't know, 45-ish minutes, get out of the pool, get a drink, hydrate yourself. It's Colorado and you're in a hot springs and you're probably at a higher elevation. Those are all going to really dry you out. So, um, Paul, any final thoughts? No, I'm just happy oh, to be thinking about okay. a hot spring. I wish I was in one right now. <laughs> I know. I do too. Me too. All right. Well, Paul, Peyton, thanks for joining me. See you, Brie. Sure. Bye. <laughs> That's all for today here on CityCast Denver. If you enjoyed the show, why not take a minute to tell the mayor of Glenwood Springs about us? Rate the show wherever you get your podcasts and subscribe to our morning newsletter, Hey Denver, by texting Denver to 66866. We'll be back tomorrow morning with more news from around the city. Bye-bye. Oh, that's tough because you don't know what smells good to everybody. You know, but at this point, I'd also be like, you know what, man, we got to live our lives. I don't know. Like, check it out.